Mike, turn your games down. Hi, everyone. Episode 192 of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Howard, and who is with me tonight? Hey, it's me, Daniel Melman. I, you do this every time, and I never have something clever prepared. That's part of the plan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but hi. Welcome back. Glad to be here. And our other guest. Wahoo! It's Vincent Goodwin from the Some of My Friends Read Comics podcast. And welcome back. I scared Uh-oh. my child. I heard myself again. Yeah, I'm hearing it too. So I think it's on your end, Vincent. I heard that. Okay, Um, so we are here to talk about Super Mario 3D Land that came out for 3DS in 2011. Damn, this game is over 10 years old. Mm -hmm. Almost, almost 11. Actually, it doesn't. It doesn't feel like that. Really? Okay. I mean, I remember when I got this, where I played this, and, and I was in school. So it like. I, I remember this game's release, and it feels exactly as old. Just like, that's <laughs> well, my life a decade ago. That makes sense. For me, I didn't get a 3DS until, I want to say, a year before the podcast. My, a friend of mine I was working at sold it to me for like 120 bucks for a 3DS and a bunch of games, a few Pokemon games. I got a really good deal. He knew that. He just didn't care. Mm-hmm. And I played it around that time, and I, I was like, okay, this is fine. But then I never really, I never bothered with it again. I had I actually had low thoughts of this game. Until this past really? two weeks, yeah, I didn't. I don't. I didn't like it when I played it back then. I associate this game with a specific bathroom in a dorm room, uh, <laughs> not in a dorm room, in a in a dorm. Uh, okay. And I I also like was a little like I love Mario, but I was a little tepid on it. Like I enjoyed it at first, and it kind of grew on me even over that first playthrough. Like I I didn't do everything, but I I did all the normal and special worlds. And by the end, I'm just like, oh, yeah, I really like this game. And every few years, I'll, I'll replay it and like it more every time. And it's it's one of my favorite Mario games now. Um, right. Yeah, I think. Yeah. For me, it was like a revelation, like from from the, the get go. And I'm not sure entirely why it just it, it hit right. I actually got this. I got the 3DS for my bachelor party weekend. So the three, the three DS XL came out, like I would say like a week before my bachelor party. So I got it then. So 2012, so 10 years ago, like this weekend. And then I flew and had this on that flight and it was just like, oh my gosh, like the three DS one rules. I played this in like cave story interchangeably and it was just great. And actually my, my prevailing memory of it is, is me and my wife when she was in labor with our first child. And I was playing 3D Land and she was playing Candy Crush Saga. So it is an old game if you think about it in that context. Because um, there's just a lot of like hurry up and wait. Um, so I remember playing the Mario 3D Land, specifically the Special Worlds, which we'll get into um, during her labor. Uh, so that's that's what I remember. I, I, I loved it from the beginning. And actually, we'll, we'll get into it, I guess, a little more. But it, it, it hits right to me like in the way that like. I don't know. I, I was a little not super high on Galaxy. Daniel, were you high on Galaxy? Or? So Galaxy, so Galaxy, I'm getting the I'm same, getting echo, the same echo. Could you mute yourself? Cool. Yeah. So Galaxy, I played in the dorm common room because I, I didn't have a Wii at first. I liked it. I didn't love it. I, I kind of didn't fall in love with Galaxy until a few years ago, but I love Galaxy too. So, you know, I, I was on yeah. board. I love Mario. But yeah, okay. Galaxy's okay. I have never yeah, done that, it. I think that's where it was at, though. It's like, I, and there's a place where you get with like Nintendo games where sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a big Nintendo fanboy, and sometimes I'm like, 
I'm not feeling what Nintendo's putting down. Um, and, and, and specifically, like, in, like, I don't like, like, the Luigi's Mansion games. They just don't hit right for me. Oh, and so every oh. now and then, like, the Sunshine. Mario games, I'm just like, I get into, like, a sour point with them. Sunshine's all right, but it's kind of tedious. And then, like, Galaxy 1 and 2 are doing a lot of really cool things. But sometimes I'm like, I don't want to replay this right now. <laughs> um, and then... And then that's where I was kind of like dreading going into 3D land, which is probably why I held off for like a year and a half of buying a 3DS. It's just like I'm not putting down what Nintendo's or getting what Nintendo's putting down. And then it just seems like it's a weird merger of like what I've heard is like Crash Bandicoot, which I haven't played much of. But like in terms of like this is very like linear levels with like a two and a half D, not even two and a half D. It's kind of it's not a 3D game. It's more like a Mm. it's more like Mm. a brawler where you can kind of go up and down like on a kind of a semi like X and Y access, but still jump in the air and more than like a full. It, it's right. 3D, but it, it usually has a not a fixed camera because you have some control, but basically but fixed. Like you don't not, need to yeah. think about the camera. I did a lot. Well, not maybe not the camera, but I had to. I had to always figure out where the hell I was at because I couldn't tell. Really? Yeah. Well, that, okay. I I played this on an emulator, so I played this on a PC. I I got to put that out there, but because I want to save state. So I couldn't. So sometimes with like the 3D, like when I was going for a lot of star coins, I would have to look for the shadow, be able to figure out where the fuck I was standing versus where the coin was. That happened a lot for me. Yeah. Uh, or you could just not was... do all the star coins, which is how I, I did it. Um, well, no, you did the... I didn't mean to. Like, I don't know what came over me as I played through this game. So we were talking over this for like, you know, the, over the course of the week or two before we do this episode. And so I beat the game. I did all eight worlds. I'm like, OK, I'm done. I'm turned off. I'm not going to play anymore. And I kept going through the special worlds. Okay, I'm not going to play anymore. I got the special world eight found. I needed like 60 more star coins. And then something happened. And then I ended up with 290 star coins. I just couldn't stop. I just right. got the urge there, to keep going back. And that's not normal for me. There, This game is, you just like, levels are, are like three to five minutes long. Um, <laughs> the, yeah, prob- probably more <laughs> like two minutes. Like you, you just pop them. And they're all so good, and all the star coins are so satisfying to get. Like, there's always this little Joker story around getting them. I I also got all the star coins just because I wanted to. Like, there's there's not a boring one to get, right. except maybe the one in that Zelda level. But <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's that memorable at least. Say, like, yeah, there's a there's a Zelda level in this game where it's like fully top down, and like it has even like the Zelda chimes and. And the, you use, like, the fireball power to, like, light lanterns the way you would in a Zelda game. It's like, yeah, I, yeah. I love it. What are we doing here? But, like, that's the kind of, like, fuck it game that this is. And I love it. because it's, it's just, it feels, like, very fresh. And them, like, the part, when Nintendo plays it safe, like, with, like, New Super Mario Brothers 1 for DS, I don't like them. When, I, when they start, like, just fucking around, it gets real fun. This feels a lot like Mario Maker levels to me, especially in the special hmm. world where they're just okay. like throwing mechanics out there. And I guess we should probably world. say, yeah. Yes. So, so this game has a standard like eight worlds and then credits. And I remember clarifying with you guys before I was recording, like, are we just doing that to get to credits? Or are we doing the special world? Because well, the special worlds where stuff gets hard. And by that, I mean, there's a full other eight worlds. It's like another campaign, basically. Yeah. And, uh, and with- like you might. I beat Similar it and then immediately felt compelled to go play the special worlds. So. Yeah, no, I mean, I didn't expect any. I didn't expect myself to do it. I was supposed to be done with this game. It was just one of those things where if you guys wanted to, like, feel free. But, like, no, I mean, they do get very, very challenging, I think, in the special. And you're right, Dan. They're, like, a lot of, like, time, they're, like, the same level, but they altered stuff. Yeah. But like, it feels different. It does feel very different. Well, that's part of the fun, right? Because you'll you'll go into this familiar level and... 
It'll be like, oh, you have shadow clones chasing you, or, oh, you have 20 seconds and need to beat enemies to, to keep the timer filling up. That was Just kind of cool. Stuff like that, it's fun. Um, and I, this game isn't super difficult in the first eight worlds, at least compared to the other yeah. Marios. So it's nice yep. having something a little stiffer yeah, to go I, through. Yeah, I, I, I think my, my issue with the modern Mario games, and you can see this through 3D World and a few others, is like I think the first two worlds of most Mario games are very boring to me because they're onboarding players. And they don't really like show their hand or show like any of the interesting new until like the end of World Two, beginning of World Three. Like yeah. Mario World, I think introduces the cherries right at the end of the second world, where you like have like the split characters and stuff. And this game is very similar. Like I think like I mean it's fine, but it's like pretty ho hum if you've been playing Mario for thirty five years. And <laughs> so I think with a lot of the Mario games, especially the modern Mario games like through like the new Super Mario series and Super Mario 3D World, they aren't very interesting in the first couple worlds. They start like trying to onboard new players. So they're pretty simple, especially for players that have been playing like myself, Mario for like, I would say 35 years. Um, so <laughs> so like but like Mario 3D World introduces and we're not talking about this game, but like introduces like the cherries at the end of the second world. And then that's where shit gets popping and like the game starts really showing like. Here's where we're unique. Here's where we're like different. And I kind of feel the same way with this game. It's like, as Daniel said, like, it's easy. It's pretty, it's pretty, no, there's not much barriers, but the game doesn't really like the first world. You're like, okay, well, this is all right, but it's just like Mario levels with kind of like a little more uh, planes. And then, and then it shit gets popping. And I really like as the game goes on, especially when you get a special world, you're like, oh, this is now where like, we're starting to get some crazy Mario things going on. I had fun with the the first world again this time, but this is also my fifth time playing this game, and I kind of have trust in it. And it did take a little while to grow on me uh, on that first go. But early on, they're still introducing fun ideas. They're just ideas we've maybe seen before. You got like, oh, the Tanuki suit in the first one and the uh, the moving platforms in the second level. It's just a little mm-hmm. more standard. But yeah. It's still really good. Like every level in this yep. game is so carefully designed. Yeah. Yeah. Can we, I, I read a, an interesting interview with the, the director, Koichi Hayashida, who said the, the levels are inspired by four panel, four panel manga and like Chinese poetry. Oh, uh, Kisho, uh, Kishon Tenketsu. They're called apparently where like the first panel is you have an idea. The second panel is like, you elaborate on it. So, you know, you, you test the player a little more and then you like add a twist to it to add stakes. And then the fourth is supposed to bring it back. And mm-hmm. he said he wanted huh. to provide a narrative structure to each level to, okay. to like dealing with those mechanics and ideas. Once you see it and go through the levels, it's, it's pretty rigid and it always works. Right. I can see that. I mean, cause it's, yeah. the game does a very good job of introducing something to you. And then having you learn ways to work with what they just taught you. I mean, I didn't really even think about it when I was playing through the game. But mm-hmm. now that you mentioned it, that is kind of how this game works. Right. And, I mean, it's classic Mario design. And, and, and I think we talked about this a little on the iNinja <laughs> episode, episode 187, Games My Mom Found. <laughs> but but the idea is because that doesn't do it. But like, this, you know, like my the mechanic oh, that I think may be new here is the three colored blocks, the red, yellow, blue blocks that go like in musical succession. They may be in galaxy or one of the new games, but yeah, 
but like you go in there and they show you the like the red, yellow, blue blocks and like go in time. But if you fail and fall on it, you're just like falling like a step. You don't have to even really lose time. You just have to go restart it. You're not going to die ever in a classic Mario game with this with the first introduction of a new mechanic. Then the second mechanic they add what I, what did you say? Like, like here you have it's to do this over a bottomless pit. Right. And then there's a bottomless pit. And then like we start like we're going to integrate this with like also like with lava or like a rolling spiky thing. So you're going to have to be going like in a circle this time. And the shapes are now going to be like different shapes, not just like standard rectangles. Like it classically builds in a way that like games that fail, like they introduce you to a mechanic that instantly has stakes without you just getting like, okay, this is what I have to do. And Mario's so good about that, especially when it's right. And this game is very right on its like introducing new mechanics. It's so good. And then every level's uh, goalpost, the the flag, they have the flags mm-hmm. from one back. Getting to the top of the flag, which is something you need for 100% completion, oh. also is like this little twist on that mechanic. Like every flag in this game is different and they're all cool. Right. And and that was that was so exciting to see back because none of the 3D Mario's had that at that point. It was just usually you ended it by getting a star mm. or a shine or whatever. It's like we're ending on a flagpole again and it's in a 3D space. So it's even different than like how the new Super Mario Brothers series was. It's so I have never played those really yet. The new played games. What? I mean, the new Super Mario Brothers games. They're OK. Yeah, I, they're yeah. phenomenal games, but they're they're more Mario games, but they look ugly. Yeah, they look ugly, and I think the the one from 06, the first one on DS, is plays it pretty safe. Okay. And then the Wii one, the Wii like one's the pretty good. The, the 3DS one, which came out a year later than this, like in 2012, I think they put their B team on it, and so it's all like oh. people learning it, and they are go they go crazy, and it's so, a lot of fun. Yeah, okay. so people hate that game, New Super Mario Brothers 2. I love it. It's yeah. it's like <laughs> the gimmick is it's about collecting coins. So yeah. there are just coins everywhere. Every time you look into a secret, you're like showered with 50 coins. All right, maybe I'll there... try it for the show at some point then. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, like this was another game that I had no like when we like I said at the top of the show, like when I came into this, I didn't think anything about it. And I was blown away by like you guys are right. Like everything was just kind of like I like it that it's easy. Like I like it that Same. for the most part, this game because I save state everything and I didn't have to a whole lot. Yeah. I was able to kind of just play around with the mechanics, play around with the game, because it wasn't that challenging. And that was nice for me. I also love the fact that this game is obsessed with the Tanuki suit. And to me, that's a very cool thing that it does. I have no And it's problem. funny because it, the game, because the, 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 it does in, reintroduce the uh, the raccoon tail from yeah, classic Mario Tanuki. and stuff. But yeah. well, three. from Mario Bros. 3, which I don't think was in any previous Mario game since that. Because I remember it being introduced no, with like the not. 3D Land logo with the little like raccoon tail on it. And I remember us going like, oh, shit, this is gonna be awesome. <laughs> but the actual like classic Tanuki part where you turn into the, the statue from Mario Brothers 3 isn't introduced till the special world one. Yeah, but that part is. But, I mean, that. But that's cool because that's like, awesome. I think they held that back. That's wild to me. It's just like, I also don't go ahead, care about go the, ahead, statue, the statue part <laughs> at all, because like when I even played three as a kid, I've never actually never finished three. I never liked that that statue or I never even used it or I barely knew it existed. Like, I thought it was cool. They had that. Again, I agree with you guys. It's cool. They hold the leaf back. But it's like that statue don't matter. I mean, you're, you have the main oh, you have the main power. up. You have the tails. All that matters. I so I, I want to talk about what I think they're doing with that focus on the Tanuki suit. And, and I think it's great. But also, there's always just a little bit of disappointment that they have that and you can't fly with it. It's just like it's yeah. a good power up. It's a good power up in this game. But. 
You know, you can vi- fly in three. Mario can fly. That's so cool. That's the cover yeah. of that game. <laughs> yeah. So, so two things on that. Like one, it's great just mechanically that you need like a hover jump, kind of just a flutter thing, especially in this 3D space. Like it's really uh-huh. good. So you know, like where you can fucking land. <laughs> and you do. Because that's that's always the problem. And that's why like in Sunshine, it had like the floater hover yep. because it's because they know that people just like misjudge jumps in 3D. So that's important. But two, my son, who's like eight, fucking doesn't understand that the raccoon tail makes you fly, fly. Like he's like, yeah, I hate this thing. All it does is make me like slow. And I'm like, no, dude, like you take <laughs> off with it. It's flipping awesome. And he like just doesn't process it. So, so. they added that they kind of like balanced the raccoon tail and gave that extra raccoon tail when you die like five times on a level with play tests they did by going to the next office and like finding this old woman who'd never played a video game before and asking her to play test. And that's how they play tested for like that market. Just oh, okay. this random person they grabbed. Uh, I like the idea that she became a beast like at Mario. <laughs> like, through this, like They ruined her for testing. She got I, too good. I mean, she's like the first person to really play this game from the public. They they did that, and they played Super Mario Galaxy 2 on the tiniest TV they could find. It's how uh, they, like, balance the basic ideas for this game. Wow. That's okay. smart, yeah, because Gal- Galaxy 2 gets real hard because they're like, let's just do it. Like, Galaxy 2 is a pretty fun good. one. Yeah. It, it, I, don't, I, I think the Galaxy games are great now. I was disappointed at the time, but I think right. they're amazing. Um, and, and that's where this director... Well, he started as a programmer on Sunshine, but he did the level design for Galaxy 1 and directed Galaxy mm-hmm. 2. Um, yeah, because Galaxy 2 is a lot more no frills. Like the, the menu navigation is just like, here we are. There's no better. like trying to find stuff in a hub world. Um, and I think I still have like I've never played Galaxy 2 ever. I own it. Yeah. I've never touched it. Galaxy so good. 2 is apparently hard to play on an emulator because like controlling Yoshi with the pointer is hard to do unless you're using like normal Wii controls. I think that's why I I heard that's why it was imported to switch is just because it's, or that's the theory at least is just, there's a lot to do between because they, they mapped like the, the pointer to a touch screen for the switch port of galaxy one. And there's a lot more to do. Yeah. But I think when you add Yoshi to the mix, it throws it off even. I mean, can you use use it maybe? Well, you can use the joy con as a motion thing, but I, I think they want you to, they want it to feel seamless in a uh, handheld mode. Yeah. Okay. Cause I'm going to, if whenever I do it someday, it will be with a mouse. Cause I, I fucking hate the Wii. So as yeah. I've said it so many times, I, I just hate the Wii controls. I won't touch it. I own multiple yeah, so, Wii's. But back yeah. But to so what, that's, that, that may stop your galaxy Two playthrough. I, I mean, you could, you could do it. It'll be fine. Yeah. But back to what I think they're doing with the Tanuki tail. This really feels like they're going back to Mario three's almost values. Because mm-hmm. hmm. Mario World and 64 and Sunshine especially were so much more about exploring and, you know, experimenting with how these different mechanics combine. While Mario 3 is just, here's a ton of levels with a difficulty curve you can sort of decide for yourself. We're going to keep throwing ideas at you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's going to be this ramp up and it's going to be great. And I, I don't think we really had a Mario game with that spirit since we didn't uh, except maybe galaxy two. Oh. Yeah. Cause, cause I think they, they, they like to go back to the Mario one well a lot, but <laughs> the Mario three well is where like, it's really like for me is where I love Mario. So Mario three. So good. So good. It's so, so good. And it, this really feels like what you would have expected the first 3d Mario game to feel like in 1995 before Mario right. <laughs> came out. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. That's a really good way to put it because 
I mean, this game, you know, you, you have Mario in a 3D space, but the levels are still very linear. Like, you're right, it's not about exploration. We have a lot of old power-ups, too, that would have been in 3. I didn't really mm-hmm. think about till just now. Like, you, well, we talked about, you know, immensely the Tanuki Tail. You have the Hammer Brothers suit, which I don't think has returned, or not, not Hammer Brothers, but you have the Boomerang suit, which is essentially the Hammer mm-hmm. Brothers suit. But, I mean, I don't think that's returned since 3. Th- that's from that's Galaxy in- 2. That, that's yeah. in the Galaxy games. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's why I there's, there's the, final, the, the final level of Galaxy 2 has you, like, fighting a bunch of Boomerang Brothers with that, and then the, mm-hmm. the harder version of it is, like, do it with one hit point without this suit. Yeah, Ugh. I, I want to yeah. talk about Mario completion because I think the way what this game does is pretty cool. But ooh, yeah, I, I, that game gets hard. Yeah, I think on power ups, it's hard for me to remember what came from what. I don't think there's anything like new in terms of power ups here because I think like I think like the propeller head and the coin block head. And That's the from the Wii one for sure. Yeah, they all come from like Mario I think Brothers. they all come from like the 2D 2D Mar- new games um, or Galaxy with like the boomerang suit. Yeah, so I don't think there's anything new here. But it's all used well. Yeah, and it's absolutely what you would expect to see for a Mario in 96 rather than what we got, which pretty much breaks the mold. Mario 64 is not, uh, does not, it's not a straight line from that, from the previous Mario games that came before it. This seems no, much more like a straight line. It's, it's a straight line in that Super Mario Brothers defined what video games were in 2D. Right. And the way that Super Mario sense, 64 yeah. defined what they were in 3D, but it's, it's a completely different thing. Yeah. Right. And I also think this game does a good job with his enemies, too. Like, the enemies, I felt, were fine. Like, I mean, again, this Mario game. They're just basic things in your way. to. But, like, the fact that I I always tried to have this Nuki tail. Like, I loved having enemies. I could just hit them with my tail all the time. Like, I could kill almost everything like that. And I, I really enjoyed that. Like, I had a, a blast playing most levels in this game. I like And the Nuki suit, I thought, was just great all the time. Yeah. Yeah, it, it really feels like the best power-up, um, except for... Sometimes the fire flower, like underwater levels, you're going to want the fire flower for certain puzzles, but it's not quite the level as the the cat suit in 3D world where it's just this is most of your moveset is in this power up, but it's definitely the most flexible and useful in the whole situation. I also love how the joke of the Tanuki suit is everywhere, like enemies you fight for the first time have Tanuki tails, like a lot like Fomps do, Goombas do, like bowser does in some of your fights like i i actually really enjoy that and as you progress through the game you have toads that are wearing tanuki suits like i beat this game i beat the yeah. final level three times mm-hmm. Be- and one was one was the original beating it one was to i did it to get more star coins because i was finishing up all the world before i went on to finish the last star world and the third after you beat world 16 which we'll talk about later it went it took or special world eight it took me it had me rebeat the game again and the fight was different a little different like Mm-hmm. I mean yeah. that. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that later, but like that, there's just so much of this game. Like I was, I was really surprised. And one thing we haven't mentioned about yet, it also has like a lot of these little, they're like little boxes that you can end up earning extra star coins and you can get power ups from. And they re, they refill by yeah. street pass, I guess. They, I'm not sure about that because they've occasionally refilled seemingly at random for me. They do. So I, I, I didn't replay this game for this podcast because I played it like a couple months ago. This is. <laughs> This is my exercise bike game. This is a game I play on the exercise mm-hmm. bike because it's so enjoyable to just like knock out a few levels. But going in those boxes, this got me to 300 star coins. <laughs> I'd already nice. had a 100% save file wow. with one exception, which I'll get to when we talk about completion stuff. No, I mean, but, it was that was something that I they I know from I was, I was Googling stuff online about them. They do refill through Street Pass, which obviously 
I didn't have the access to, but it, I think they refill automatically too. I thought maybe it was the emulator just did it to emulate the fact that there is no street pass, but I don't know for sure. If maybe you're right. Maybe they just after a certain amount of time, because I would leave it alone for like a day or two and then come back to it and then they'd be open again. And I go do them yeah, all and get more coins. They definitely refill. And then the power up ones have your, uh, like your friends faces on them. Um, but I haven't seen my friends with three DSs in, you know, years. <laughs> no. Yeah like a lot of games from this portable games from this era, it's very much designed to be played on a train in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. not to the point that maybe a monster hunter is, but they, right. they even said that's, that's what the level lengths were. They were oh. made to play on a commute, like yeah. specifically. I like that yeah. idea. I, I wish America was more about like, you know, busing and train and not just, all yeah. right, get in your car and let's sit for half an hour. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, Yes, we we can have another very different podcast about the automotive industry. Yeah, no, I know. And and the history it's had, like, killing greener, friendlier options. I know, it's very true. But yes. Not, yeah, this isn't ways ways the automotive industry destroyed our environment and our culture. My my mom found. (laughs) Hey, sometimes we do get (laughs) political on here and history depends on the game. But, But, you know, those are reasons that America should have more trains and so is Super Mario 3D Land. Yeah, I I forgot when I got this for my, again, I said my bachelor party weekend um, and it was in New York City. So I was like cleaning up street passes on my first week I had my 3DS. It was the best being in New York City. Yeah, that thing was awesome. So what are street as a guy who never actually really played 3DS? What are street pass essentially? So they're they, they're definitely applied in different video games, specifically in Mario 3D Land. What they do is is you walk by people. There's kind of like a some type of way that they talk to each other by just being in close proximity. The two people who have 3DSs closed and in sleep mode. The game doesn't have to be active, okay. but the it shoots like a hey, I've got this in like 40 games worth of data or whatever. And I'll send this to you and you'll send it to me and you'll get like, hey, in this Mario game, I beat all these special worlds in this amount of time. So I have a lot of my friends, I guess, that I communicated with a long time ago. And I'll see their record times for the special world. Like they did this oh, level in 150 cool. seconds. Yeah. So there's just like little things like that. It says like, hey, you're friends with this. They sent you a power up, which I think is just BS. But like <laughs> that and then. New Super Mario Brothers 2 also had that, but it was like, this is how many coins they got in this level in this time. Can you beat that? And in a lot of the Dragon Quest games, the the portable remakes add like museums and the museums Mm -hmm. will be mementos of people you've met, which is cute. Right. Um, It it, it actually all came from Dragon Quest 9, which was actually a DS game and the Street Pass was built into the cartridge. But it sent every single player, I believe, had a special map. Like that was like a randomly generated map. Oh and yeah, it, yeah. And in Japan, there was one. I don't know how much Dragon Quest I'll play, but Metal Slimes a are little. this thing that have a lot of XP in them. And there was one person that had one that had. There's like a Morimoto map or something like that. And they passed on, and you could basically a map with a ton of Metal Slimes to get a ton of XP. And it like proliferated through Japan through train culture because everybody was like trying to get this one Morimoto map. Basically like a virus <laughs> that they passed yeah. it on to everybody. And, and then it got out into the rest of the world. I'd never seen it um, because you have to have Dragon Quest Nine in your system. And the likelihood of me passing somebody with Dragon Quest Nine yeah. system on it, in sleep mode is very, it's unlikely. very low. It's, it's not even on my system. It, it's I'm looking at the case with it right now, but it's not in my 3DS. And and Dragon Quest Nine also had multiplayer and like you yeah. got rewards for like 
opening it and forming parties with people like playing that on commutes must have been amazing just when everyone was playing Dragon Quest. Now that you mention it, like I can see more and more of this game with the levels that are made for that. It makes me like wish that I would have been like for me, I played this game in between and doing other stuff like waiting for phone calls, let's say. And it was a perfect game for that. It was a perfect game. Like, okay, I can crank out a level here in like, you know, two, three minutes because the average time it takes from I get done with one thing to the next thing is about five to ten minutes. So, I mean, so. So that worked, too, with the idea that I was able to kind of just play through or just play a little bit of it. And it's kind of game, too, where you can stop mid-level and pick it back up and everything's fine. Like, it doesn't affect anything. It doesn't hurt anything. You just pick right back it's up where you were. I, and that was nice. Like, like, I I didn't need to. I didn't get lost. Well, you can't get lost in Mario game, but or Mario levels like this. But it was just nice. It was just a very nice, easy pickup thing. Speaking of Snooki Tales, I forgot. Even the bombs have Snooki Tales at one point in this game. <laughs> yeah, and did you notice kind of how after bosses it'll be a regular enemy and a Tanuki power up will like spawn and it wasn't <laughs> actually Bowser? It was like, oh, this was a Goomba that found a Tanuki leaf and became Bowser. <laughs> I like that. I also like the boss fights. I mean, you don't have them in every level, every world, but like where you're pretty much getting chased by Bowser and then you have to like get through it eventually. Like, I thought, you know, again, it's a throwback to Mario 1 and I like it. I also like the fact that this game is this the first Mario game that bring back the airships since 3? No, um, they're definitely no, in the new but, game. They're, okay, I think you see, I haven't. Game. I played Super Mario in this World. Way, yes, and then I skipped. Like I've never played New Super Mario Brothers. I played Wii once, one New Year's Eve. I played Super Mario Brothers Wii for like a good few hours with a couple friends. I was having a mm-hmm. blast, but then we had to stop playing. I couldn't beat the game. I'm like, but but I want to finish. Right, I, I think Galax- Galaxy One has airships as well. They're oh. not the same, but they're they similar. are. They're similar. See, I've never. But, I, I own Galaxy. Or I did own Galaxy, but I never fin. I never got very far because bad time in my life. But I okay. So like, I, I'm missing so much of Mario. Where like to me, this felt brand new because I haven't seen them since three because they weren't in Super Mario World one or two or sixty four. And they still feel fresh, just like th- this very. I, I like how they alternate between the one castles and the three airships. Okay, just fun little callbacks, and it's it's fun to see which one you're going to get at the end of the world. And the, the other scrollers don't bother me in this game because the levels are so rich and the star coins are so fun to get. Mm-hmm. They they really annoy me in World. Like I, I like Super Mario World, but the other <laughs> scrollers are just pain in the ass. Right. They weren't. I agree with you. They weren't bad in this game. Like I'm I'm not a big fan of auto scrollers in general just because I want to you know run around and do my thing. But I it's thought they Mario. were fine. I want to go fast. Well, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I, yeah. You're you're at the edge of the screen on the opposite end. I'm like I I think that like the the Ludo narrative dissonance of like, there's nothing happening here. Like at least in like Wario land one, there was like a wall of lava coming at you. So you'd be like, okay, well I have to keep moving. Cause there's a wall of lava coming. That made sense to me, but this is like, ah, the screen's just going. All right. And then you'll die. <laughs> it wasn't, I never had too many problems. I mean, there were a few times where I had to like, I had to book it, but for the most part, I was able to just play the game and not have to worry. Yeah. It only fucked with me with the, with the special coins. Sometimes I'm like, ah, I can't get this jump, right? And okay. Some of the special coins are hard to get. Yeah, I mean, I I went for most, but once I got the 290, there wasn't anything else I needed to unlock, so I just put the game down and walked. Well, and the ca- and them, pretty close to all of them, right? Well, it depends how many you get out of little boxes. I was getting a decent oh, right, amount right, of right. little boxes, so that helped. That helped, but also like I just didn't. I was close, so I had the all eight worlds were done, and I was into special world one through three was completed, and I had a few other special worlds that weren't that far off from being completed, but. I lo- I was because what I was doing, I got to the end, I got the world eight and then special world eight in the game. Like, OK, now that you unlock each level, you need to get 
10 more star coins for each level. And I'm like, okay, I got 230. I need, I need 60 more. I'm done with this game. I told you guys I'm done. I'm not playing yeah, anymore. I'm seeing you in the, the, uh, the chat where you're just like, all right, I, I guess I'm finished here. I think I'm done with this game. And then a few years later, it's like, actually, I played more. I, well, <laughs> you, like, I couldn't help it. Everything. Well, one, it was the perfect game for me with safe space to play while doing something else. Mm-hmm. So, like, I would do it while I, was, while I was waiting for things to happen. I would do it when I was on the phone talking to my mother or something because it was just an easy game to, like, I keep my hands busy because I, 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 I'm the kind of person that I have to multitask in life in general, like Same. work, everything I do. I, I like to do more than one thing. Like I just, well, one, it helps me with my job because my job, I'm talking to people and I'm typing while I'm talking and, and doing other tasks. I might be behind on something else while I'm also talking to that person. And I, and my brain just functions perfectly like that. So like for this game, it was perfect for me to have a podcast on talking the phone or do something else while playing it or doing it while I'm waiting for other things to happen. And I just, I couldn't quit playing it. I, the reason why I was going to stop is because I have to play another game for the show, Doom 3. So I'm like, I got I got to uh, <laughs> clock sticking. <laughs> I'm like, you got to get on. And but I just couldn't stop myself. I just I thought the Star Coins would be hard to get than they were, but they weren't that bad. Like, like you said, I mean, they are fun. And like I used a guide for a little bit, but a lot of them I could just re go through a level and just look a little better and figure it out what I was missing. Yeah, I, I know that, my son is always like mind blown by my ability to find to sniff these things out. And I'm like, I've been playing this type of Nintendo level design for for 30 something years. Yoshi's Island. To learn. Yeah, Yoshi's Island taught it that. Um, <laughs> like, I know where everything is. Now. That, that wasn't that bad. Is, is not nice about it. Where it hides its collectibles. No. Not like this. No, Yoshi's Island's hard. And also, is this the first game to bring back the Koopa, they're not Koopa Link, but whatever the hell these Koopas are that are from Mario 3 that you fight boom, in the boom castles? and a pom-pom? Uh, oh, I want to say think... no. Okay. You see, that's... Oh God, I need to play more Mario world, games. I, think. I don't know where or pom I think there's like one boom-boom in the world, and there's one airship in the world. Um, well, this is before world. I mean, unless they were in Galaxy or they were in... I mean, New Super Mario Brothers, I really, really need to play one day. Those games throw me off because whenever I watch videos of them on YouTube, they look identical to the Wii U game. So I have a hard time telling which one's which. There's a lot of um, them, too. Yeah. Some people say the Wii U one is, is the best Mario game. And I'm, I'm like, I, I like these level designs a lot. I just, I don't love looking at this game. It's, I just hate the Wii U, too. I mean, I like the Wii U. <laughs> I'm a big, <laughs> I'm not a fan Pom-Pom's, of Wii Wii U. Pom Pom's first appearance is 3D Land. That's where she was. Okay, that's cool. I She's the girl. I, the girl, the boom, fact. boom, that. You fight them a lot, and you fight them in different ways, and you have one world where you fight eight, it's world eight. You fight both of them at the same time in a room. Like oh, yeah. I thought, this it was a very cool idea. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, you, yeah, this, you, this you is, fight them. You fight both of them uh, at the same time in the the like true final level, the the mm-hmm. crown eight. Okay, that was a fuck you moment, but it was cool. Yeah, do they have? When, when did you fight them? Because because did you do crown? You, you didn't do. You didn't get crown eight, right? You didn't like get every flag as luigi no 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 not at all okay so when when do you fight fight them both at the same time eight, you fight eight. them in, in in the original world eight and before the special yeah. worlds you definitely fight them there there it's kind of okay. broken up of though there's like a, multiple levels so boom boom can't get to the higher level and then pom pom stays at the higher level where she does her little flying around so you could you don't have to address okay. both of them at the same time it's seven airship Okay, and and then in okay. and Crown Eight, you fight them like a little before the halfway point. Of what the is Crown Eight that you're mentioning? This is something I don't think I did. So it's a level you unlock by beating every level as Mario and Luigi, both 
getting every star coin and reaching the top of every flagpole. And that unlocks another level in a special eight. Another, another, yeah, another world or no, just, uh, another, just another level. level. Oh, oh okay, my yeah. God. So and you need to beat the game hard. with every level with Mario and every level with Luigi. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it wasn't a big deal because I like just wanted to play this game more. And like, I think it was like a month later. We're just like playing for a podcast. So no, right. but, but then like a month later, I'm just like, yeah, let's I'll, I'll play that again. Why not? And, and, you know, like I'd pick up a level as Luigi every once in a while and like clean up the star coins. I didn't get like, it wasn't a grind, but it definitely he doesn't could. need to get his own star coin. Does he? No. Okay, good. No, no. it's not Donkey Kong 64. <laughs> and I think, 3D but, World, the sequel, does a similar thing where you, in order to get to the final, final level, you have to beat everything with every character, or at least the 4-4. So four, four. I've heard that a lot. I unlocked, is this Champions Road? Is that the level? Cause maybe. I don't know. I didn't know. need I, to do that, but this was also the Switch version. Okay. So maybe they changed it there, but I, I definitely got the Champions Road. Didn't beat it. I did beat Crown 8 this time. Uh, I, I had beaten it with Mario a few months ago and kind of gave up on doing it with Luigi and, and did it this time. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to do this. And then like Mike, a few of like a few hours <laughs> later, I text the chat. I'm like, Hey, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but that's also kind of the joy of this game is that this game doesn't like you, you lose a lot. I mean, you can die a lot cause you know, it's a Mario platformer, but like you don't, it doesn't make you feel, I mean, I play with safe state. It's a little different, but I feel like it doesn't make you feel like you're an idiot or that is impossible. You just got to try again. I mean, crown eight, I'm watching it right now. This looks a little hard, but like I could see you learning it as time progresses. Yeah, it's it's not like it's not as bad as the other Mario final levels. It's like maybe as hard as Star Road and World, but like Grandmaster Galaxy and Galaxy 2, way harder. Champions Road, way harder. Can I've we seen Champions about, Road. Can we talk about completion in this game? Because I, sure. I think it's really interesting. And like we all beat this game and like decided what we wanted out of it and stopped. And I think the right. game's really designed for that. Yeah, it is. So, and Mario in general, because so like starting with World, you can beat Bowser, which is great. Go for it. Or you can find Star Road, which is like the next tier up of completion. Mm-hmm. Or then you can get all ninety six exits. You know, like Super Mario sixty four, you can beat Bowser, get th- the three keys, or get one hundred and twenty stars. Even with Odyssey, it's like you can reach credits. You can finish like the final level darker side which is like half the moons you can get all the moons right it's just like they always have yeah introduces new stars like it doubles the amount of stars in the game after the finish i I liked that like i at first i think i thought it was stupid but for me i'm always like if i get credits i beat a game so it just depends on my mood with the game if i want Mm -hmm. more or not i mean sometimes i when i get credits i'm game's over i don't care what else you have to offer i don't want to touch you again but like with this game, like, you know, I, mean, I came into this, I was only going to do world one through eight and then turn the game off, but I kept playing. And then like Vincent, you went on to world, what special three, I think it was I got, you I got said? To special three, which is as far as I got in the, my original run as well. Um, but that's enough. Like you saw enough of the game. I, I think so. Yeah. I don't feel like I beat all of it. Cause at the same time, like I think like these levels and these special worlds aren't just like one extra level or one bonus. level. like the grandmaster or whatever champions wrote, I put those in a different category and like special world, I'm like, you know, of Mario World, yeah. I'm like, that's 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 elite level stuff that I have to like go and unlock. That's like playing the other two level difficulties in Gold Nine Perfect Dark. Like I beat the game, <laughs> but at the same time, there's like you rolled credits, but there's also like half, twice as many levels in the campaign. I'm like, I don't think I really beat it the same way. Like I well, think like 3D World has three extra worlds, 
this has eight extra worlds, but they are like remixes at the same they time. They are really so remixes, kind of, though. Yeah. So, um, and 3D World has just the one world, which is remixes, which I appreciated because, you know, more levels are good. Yeah. I think Special 2 didn't have a boss in it. Like, whenever you beat that world, it just, I think you beat the castle or the airship or whatever it was, and you just, there's, and you just go through a pipe. It's like there, there was no pom pom. There was no Bowser. You're at the end, like, okay, cool. This doesn't count then. Okay, there's not, it's not the same. And my brain was like, this, this is all bonus material now. That's where my brain like, nice. managed to make it, it is all bonus material. Deal. I mean that, like, I mean again, like we were saying, like Mario does a good job of that. Like, okay, here's your, here's your point. If you, you beat the game, you did enough. You can put the game down. You can say you did it. You can move on. Like it. Yeah, it we're, like, what do you want job. out of this? Yeah, I mean, like, I didn't expect to keep playing this. I just didn't really want to stop and it was weird yeah. also i didn't want to play doom 3 i think played a part big part of that too yeah <laughs> what if it's called doom 3d land <laughs> i play doom 3d land <laughs> okay I, I mean doom 3 it just I, I mean i'll get there next week but yeah like i i hate horror games yeah you know, oh, I've, I've yeah. That show. genuinely scary uh, the opening of that game timber what are you doing it's a straight up whore game. I mean, it, it doesn't feel that way as I got far, but that opening is straight up whore. Like, yeah. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care if someone's like, no, that's not a whore game. It's a whore game when it starts. It's absolutely a horror game. Just like that's the Luigi's Mansion. But so, but back to 3D land and completion. Like, I imagine you're that old lady in an office and you're having, you know, you're having trouble with, you know, even the yeah. basic jumps and figuring this out, like reaching credits is going to feel like a big deal and they don't talk down to you at all. It's like they say, Hey, here's more of this game if you want it, but like you did it. Congrats. It doesn't right. say now beat it on hard mode, baby. Yeah. You know. And, but, and, but and of also, course okay, that old yeah. lady, you know, is now the best Mario par- player in the world and, and <laughs> did, did the grandmaster galaxy and crown eight and <laughs> champions road and darker side and all of this. But you know, she, she had to get there and, I think this was encouraging. I also want to say that I'm happy that the shadow clone of Mario isn't until the special world. Cause I fucking hate the shadow clone. Like it, yeah. it adds a level I of tension them. that I don't like. I mean, I get it. It's a cool mechanic that everywhere you, you can't go backwards exactly because it's intense. Yeah, but I don't like it. I mean, I also, as I've said in the show before, I don't like things chasing me like that. I don't like Mr. X and RE2 remake. I don't like where I'm being chased by something. I just do not care for that. That's a me thing. This is not quite a tangent, but has anyone else here played Celeste? I, I played World 1 of it or World A or something, whatever. Well, so Celeste has... Celeste is, like, filled with Mario references. It, it's, like, okay. an extremely Mario game. And they have the Shadow Clones. And that's the Shadow a, Clones... That's a precision platformer. I don't like that. That's yeah, I really want to play it one day, though. It's, <laughs> it is my favorite game of, like, the last uh-huh. 20 years. It's like, also... I, th- I think it's incredible. It's also a game where you can beat it without doing everything, right? Like you can beat it. Yeah, done. it's also okay. really, really good at that. But the the shadow clone kind of like becomes a character, almost representing the main character's anxiety, and she like learns to deal with it in different ways than just running from it. And it becomes this symbol that's morphed over the course of the game. And it's like here it is. Like even going back to the galaxy and 3D land games, just like oh, this this is where the mechanic came from, and it like feels so much more special to be going back to it. That's cool. I, I I know I should play Celeste one day. So now you got my attention a little bit more to maybe you want to play it. So, Mike, there is a mod that has save states for it. I mean, it looks like it's quick levels where I might not need it. Yeah, yeah. and you die like, quickly. Uh, it, it's I can, one of those, like, you died a hundred something times on this level, but, like, it just resets you back to, like, the beginning. I can handle that because after a while I will learn or I will get angry, walk away. But, yeah, the mod with save states might get my, you know, 
help me with some stuff, but I can do it. I beat Hollow Knight. Like, I, that's a hard-ass game, and I beat that game. I and did. play that. It's a really fucking good game. Also, go listen to that episode, too, but not after you play the game. But it's, <laughs> it's another great game. But, but but do give Mike a download right now. Do it. Pause, <laughs> please, no, please do. We we're are multitask. Well, we're all multitaskers. Go While you're listening to this, go download the Hollow Knight episode. Well, you, and you all have... previous 191 episodes of Game Hey, somebody did. Somebody <laughs> recently went and, and there's more. There's 350, 74 episodes or so out at the moment. Uh, somebody actually <laughs> went and downloaded almost our whole catalog. And one of them was my friend. He's like, yeah, I wouldn't get caught up on your show. I'm like, thank you. You you gave us 300 some downloads for the day. And I'm like, what the fuck happened? One, 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 one. And I'm like, man, I love the fact that we have a giant catalog. I love the fact that I just record everything. So, yeah, yeah that's my. Hey, that's listener, my little... go check out some of my friends read comics. It's got. It's got this guy, Vince, a good one on it. It's pretty good. Pretty Go check good. that out, too. Or just download it. I don't care if you listen to it. Just download it. But, but, Daniel, back to your point, though. I think also about, like, the completion. I think it also is because World 8 has a great final level. And I think mm-hmm. a final boss fight that's super satisfying. And I think this is where Mario yes. boss fights, like, figured it out for me. And 3D Land, 3D World does it better, the sequel. But this one is, like, Bowser is there Double and fight. he's shooting fireballs at you. And but it's a platforming challenge, not a hit bonk the he- boss on the head three three times challenge. It's not like tricky, you know. It's not Bowser oh. in a bathtub challenge. It's <laughs> him, it's jumping through these ways, and I mean, I, good. the the aesthetic could be just Bullet Bill shooting fireballs at you or something like that. But the fact that like Bowser's like keeps jumping similarly to like scare you and follow you along on the level somehow makes it feel like I'm fighting a boss. When I'm really just doing an epic platforming challenge, and then it's so like satisfying. And it's also, you know, it's the same boss fight as the Mario One boss fights, where like you get to the end of the bridge and and you get the axe or hit the button. Mm-hmm. Like it's the same thing, but it's it's like blown it's out into this huge cinematic cool, yeah. confrontation. Yeah. It's so cool, and this game has such a love for the Mario franchise. Like we're talking about all these elements we hadn't seen for a while that are just showing up more polished and. Like right. more charming than ever. This um, was Boom Boom's first time in 3D, by the way. I looked that up. Yeah, okay, cool. Previously, it's all he did too. was in 3D land. He just walked left and right and kind of jumped. Now he's in a 3D yeah. space. And I guess he wasn't in a world either. Yeah. I, I think no. there was a, a world ROM hack I played that had him. Um, he might be also in like one of the Game Boy Advance games or something. Like in one of those kind of weird ways. So I <laughs> hope someday this game emulates better or 3D world emulates better. To the point that we get Kaizo 3D Land. I would yeah, love that. That would be cool. Ha, ha, speaking of, have you played... I, I talked to Mike about this. Super Mario 64 Land. It's a ROM hack of Mario 64 yeah. that makes them levels like this, but with the Mario 64 uh, moveset, which sounds really, really okay. cool. Yo, that's um, actually pretty big, this game's moveset. I think it's one of the... <laughs> like, it's really different from the other 3D Mario games, and I think in really telling ways... Right. I didn't even know you could do that like extra jump thing where you hold down and you crouch. Like I didn't find yeah. that out until I was trying to get Starcoin. The guy's like, "Oh yeah, do the do the super jump." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> that that got deleted from a couple Mario games. I don't think it's in Galaxy One, <laughs> weirdly, but it's it's it, it got deleted from the Mario Game Two. No, the no the, the, the if you hold down jump, jump while you're crouching. You know what I'm talking about? I think you hold. I thought, like, you I thought of, like, that was a backflip. No, not the no. There's also the backflip, but there's it's in this game you can just hold down and he'll he'll jump higher in general. Yeah, really? if you kind of are like kind of slightly running and then crouch and then while you're kind of skidding, you then pre- release and jump. You'll do like a long jump. It's definitely yeah, insane. yeah the long jump. Yeah. I do the long I do the long jump a lot. The long jump. You can is, also do it. It's, it's in Galaxy. It's not in Sunshine. 
standing in place, too. You don't have to run. You can also do it where oh. you just jump up higher. I had to do it for a couple star coins. That's the backflip. Did he backflip in it? I mean, I also would do a backflip just by like doing the backflip in 64. Like I would do the same thing in this game. Never once in a did while. the backflip in this game. That makes more sense why I missed him. Or, or okay. do you mean the side flip? I'm, I'm booting it up right now. <laughs> this will all be cut out, right? This, no, this um, is maybe like not. Us on the playground. Like, no, bro, you can do this. What are you? Do- no, I've always sure. did it long jumped. I've never done it from from Brown. Yeah, I used to and do it from standing. Like, <laughs> I had fun with. I mean, I did have fun with the controls of this game. I yeah, felt yeah. the controls That's were very fun. stable. I really liked the way it handles. I mean, I had this Nuki suit ninety nine percent of the time if I could help right. it, just because it makes everything eat. I I like to be able to hover and not die. Plus, I can save state and low whenever I feel mm-hmm. like it, so I could just keep myself right. and not get hit. So, Mike, yeah. the, the 3D actually really helps judging jumps. I, I, I figured think that might have been part of what you were running into. I also can't play 3D. Even on 3DS, I cannot have the 3D on. It it bothers me. It bothers my eyes. Yeah, it, it's very imperfect. It bothers my eyes. It's a little better on the new, which I hadn't played this game since I got the new 3DS. I have the it's new. I don't have a new 3DS. I have a new 3D. I just don't like, I don't like 3D in general. I don't like 3D movies. I don't like 3D anything. Mm-hmm. It, that's, that's a me thing, though. That's not the mm-hmm. game's fault or anything. It, but yeah, no, I, I completely can believe that it looks a lot better in 3D easier because I had a really hard time judging at times and I had to mm-hmm. really look at the shadow of Mario to figure out where the, like, I was missing some basic jumps at one point because I just couldn't, like, I would just run off the edge because I thought, okay, this is where I jump. Nope, you're you're off yeah, by there, a little bit. there was definitely a few, like, there was like a, a rolling thing in lava that I had to, like, jump onto another platform and I misjudged that, like, four or five times. I mean... Uh-huh. But I'm playing on emulator, so like I, I always chalk up. I always give the game a little bit of leeway because, again, I'm not playing it the way that it's intended. So I can't. I right. never want to fault a game for me playing on unlicensed hardware. I can't do that to a game. But no, so I don't. So I completely make that. That completely makes sense. I mean, I, I knew it was a me. It was a my. It was a me problem, not right. you know, the game being I, dumb. I do think though that you got a slight benefit because the one thing I don't like about the controls of this game is I don't like the 3ds's like circle. Pad. Yeah, it's not great. It's it okay. slips too much for me when I'm trying to do like precision platforming. It just doesn't feel right. I'm also I may have worn it down. Like my grip on it is not super strong on it. Daniel, it's not I don't a know great how you did it. Stick. I don't know. I don't know how. It's not one. It's not analog. Also, you have to hold the Y button to even run. It doesn't know to tiptoe the way like Mario well, 64 did. But and then but I don't know how you like were exercise biking on this. My fingers would be so sweaty. I'd be slipping all over the place, dude. Um, I, I play my 3DS a lot on the exercise bike. That's just <laughs> what I do. That's, that's good, though. I mean, you found a way to exercise and enjoy gaming. Like, I need to do that. Mm-hmm. Dragon Quest. Have to that's that's the other stuff. series. Like, yeah, just chilling with Dragon Quest. And, but but so the moveset, it, it's similar to 64s, but the jumps you're doing don't make much of a difference. Like. It, the long jump moves you a little further and a little faster, but like not as much as if a normal jump with a tanuki suit, the backflip and side flip, you know, you're going to get a little more use out of those, but there's, you never need to use them. Mm-hmm. Um, so just letting the levels speak for themselves, as opposed to having this movement system you can master, like all the other 3d Mario's did is I think honestly, one of the biggest things that set it apart from the early, earlier 3d games. Mm-hmm and make it feel like one of the 2d games it really does feel like a 2d game even though it's 3d just because the fact that it's not open world like that type of stuff and it's very just small scale you'll play bowser's fury no i never i didn't get a chance to play it Uh, my son 
I, I have this problem where if like a new game comes out and then my son hogs the controller for like the game for like a, a week, then I I forget it exists. I'm not part of the zeitgeist, so I never played much yeah. of Bowser's Fury. It, it's good, yeah. but it it's weird because it's it's in this seamless like quote unquote open world, but all the levels are still basically linear Mario levels that you just they look like, a lot like Galaxy. Yeah, um, I mean it's a 3D world engine. Yeah, and it's still obsessed with cats, but. I don't know. I love, the power ups. I love the power up system in that game, though, because you have like you, you're holding on to like max like five power ups. So you can just constantly be switching in between like, OK, I want cat. And if I get hit, I'll just like push the button and like drop another cat thing so I can get back to that power. It's really, really cool. I love the power I, up system. I love 3D World. I can't wait to replay it for this show. Dude, it's so good. It's, it's so game. good. But I also I have a I have a hate relationship when it comes to Nintendo. That's part of my problem. Love hate relationship when it comes to like their Ten. pricing. So I don't buy a lot of their games when you know I try to wait a while <laughs> and they're hard to wait because they don't. I mean, after they a while, once I wait two years, I am not paying $60 for your game anymore. Like we're done. Uh, you need mm-hmm. to lower but, it or, I, but, or I'll pirate it someday. But there's go out of print also physically and then they only have them digitally and they don't drop the price lower than five. I know. Times. Like that's that's one of my problems with Nintendo, Nintendo games in general. I just don't like so, that fact. I hate that too, especially like porting a Wii U game. Like, come on, don't have that full price. But there's also almost a relief to like, I feel really bad buying a new release at full price. But if it's a Nintendo game and I'm excited for a first party, it's like, yeah, I'll get this eventually. I'll never get this at a cheaper price. I'll like Mm -hmm. play it and be in the zeitgeist. There's like almost Nintendo's the only one that I will buy for full for that kind of like for full price. But I don't like to do it. I just do it. I don't either. And we're falling for it. Like, that's what that's for. Well, it's I kind of I'm like, I'm like oh. I want to play Xenoblade Two to get on board for Xenoblade Three, and I'm like, I'm not paying sixty dollars for a five year old game. I gotta uh, buy Metroid <laughs> Dread <laughs> for this <laughs> show because uh, I'm doing it in December, and I'm hoping that by now in December I will find a deal for for thirty dollars. Yeah, well, that's, not, be, that's not a first party it, it, game. It, so maybe. Metroid Dread. Yeah, that's that's. But it's Nintendo published. Game. They're not going to drop it the way like the Mario and Rabbits drop. It's still not gonna go. I think I'm looking at like Fire Emblem Warriors is gonna like maybe be forty dollars. I don't think you're gonna find it for maybe thirty five if you're lucky, Mike. I know that. I mean, I'm gonna just buy it. I mean, I already put it on the show. I already have guests. It's locked in. So I told my wife, "Well, you want to buy me a game for my birthday? Here, buy that. I need it, and I don't want to buy it." So it's forty pounds. It's forty pounds on Amazon.uk. Yeah, shipping. I'm sure wouldn't be nice. Plus, I forget what the pounds variation. It's not great anymore. It's not two to one like it used to be. Huh. Yeah, <laughs> fifty-two bucks new in the U.S. I'm Whatever. just gonna break That's down a good and buy game. it soon. That's a really good video. No, game. I know. I, I, I just, it's more <laughs> of like when you, especially when I was open up to the world of Steam and the greatness of Steam and like how everything is cheap. It's and it's always been hard for me to pay more than ten dollars or twenty dollars, twenty dollars for a game with like my my cap. I right. don't because I, I my whole thing is I love to buy hundreds of games have a giant library of games <laughs> and just get to them when i get to them and right. when you're spending 60 dollars on a game nothing feels worse than sitting on it for three years and go oh hey look now it's ten dollars you still have yet to play it yeah right i i found this uh site uh games planet which sells uh steam keys they're not a sponsor but they their wish list is the coolest wish list i've ever yeah. seen like it's they have a wish list is a call, tell me when it's this price or lower so I'll just I threw like that Spider-Man a PS4 what game site is now this? Games Planet. I don't um, know this one. Yeah, they sell Steam keys. So I've been buying like I've been because I just got my Steam Deck. I've been buying a lot. I got a lot of shit for that. But like the Spider-Man PS4 game that I already own, but now it's on PC. I'm not paying sixty dollars for it. And I said, tell me when it's twenty. And and they're not gonna they'll bother me when it's twenty dollars. Before that, they're not gonna tell me. 
Do they have budget like, sales and stuff? Uh, not uh, kind of sometimes. Okay, um, you have my attention. Thank you. You you open me to my wallet. Might not thank you, but you open me to a new world. I go on like fanatical bought, and stuff. I bought Disney Infinity three on there. The entire thing, every character unlocked, mm-hmm. all the play sets for six dollars. A few. That's the right ago. price. That is the right price. I spent hundreds of dollars on that, but. <laughs> it's it's fun looking through it's fun looking through the ludography of like every big name in Nintendo. So so I'm I'm looking at Hayashida's um wiki now and it's like okay, he did some art on the NES and GameCube. He directed the Galaxy Games in 3D World and Donkey Kong Jungle Beat and Love then he's like been a producer then like production support and it's just like Oh yeah, that's that's how it goes in Nintendo. You right. work hard for ten years, and then you just like go to executive heaven and sit in your no. office and get paid a lot. Yeah, I think like the Nintendo narrative made you think like, oh, Miyamoto did everything, and they're like, no, there's all these dudes that like have been like they've been like they're old timers. They've been there since the beginning, and mm. they all have been there. And yeah, and, and they I talk feel to like, Miyamoto a lot, but I think right. the last game Miyamoto directed is Ocarina of Time. Yeah, I think so. Because like the EAD group or however they were formed was re- they they their first game that I think was proper was Jungle Beat and they moved into the Galaxy Games. Yep. And they Same put thing. like the and that's how I they put that. the A yeah and they put the A team on 3D Land. They didn't even though it was the portable system. They put an A team on this game, which I, yeah, I was really excited it, it's about. It's like the big new 3D Mario. People kind of don't talk about the the 3D Land 3D World games in that yeah. way. Like people kind of just skip over. I think they're amazing. Like I I like 3d. I like 3d land and 3d world just as much as Odyssey. And like, I love Odyssey, but they're like on the same level for me. Yeah. Uh I, I I mean, part of it's being like trapped on the Wii U and people just wanted to shit on it. I, you know, people always want to like watch Nintendo fail a little, but man, three, 3d land and 3d world. If that had been the two pack without Bowser's fury, I would have been stoked for that. Bowser's fury is real good though. It is at least they at least they put Bowser Fury on it. The way we're talking about pricing, like Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, the Wii U port was fifty dollars on Wii U and sixty dollars on Switch, and they gave it away free when like Club Nintendo went away for Wii U. And didn't um, they <laughs> take it off the Wii U digital store when yeah, they released so. the Switch version? I think that's they did. so scummy. And then added ten dollars um, to the price. Yeah, <laughs> you shouldn't be. We none of us should be surprised. Oh. So, but uh, around this time is also when they were doing all the new new Super Mario Brothers stuff. Which right. were obviously super popular, but I, I think I think a lot of Mario fans kind of started tearing the big releases where it's like, okay, Galaxy's the real stuff and New Super Mario Brothers I can kind of ignore. It's like for a different audience and didn't really know where 3D land landed because it right. really is something new, even though the, the component parts are owe well, so much to the older Mario games. Right. It's wild, though, because like I think like the new Wii game, the 2D platformer sold – astonishingly well compared to the the 3d games that we consider like the real games yeah <laughs> it's like all of us like you mm-hmm. know and probably your listening audience like, well, well okay new ds is fine but who cares it's really like galaxies where it's at that's the real game but like new ds and new Wii sold like incredible amounts and i think that like new or i'm sorry 3d land like splits the difference like it's still linear it's still got the flagpoles to try it because i think it's just easier to grok than uh than galaxy uh, and especially like sunshine for a core for like a, a wider audience. It is. And, and I think Nintendo identified correctly that a lot of people on the Wii had fallen off video games and right. had like 
a lot of those people had played 2D platformers when they were younger. And it's just like, hey, here's a game for you. Here's a game you can understand. And once we have more than two face buttons, cool. we're, we're, we're out. Yeah, <laughs> you, you do have to, like, <laughs> shake the Wiimote to do the, the springy thing with the squirrel. Ugh. We started with that. Oh, uh, one thing we know. hadn't no talked about. Good. Also, I learned something new while while we've been recording. That well, one if you die, I think it's five times or six times, you get a gold uh, suit. That that was made. That. that was made for the old lady. Yep. <laughs> and if you die more than that, I didn't know you can get a P wing block. Oh, really? I was watching a speedrun, and that's what he did for the last level because I guess it was quicker to die than to play through the level. So he just keeps dying. <laughs> so he gets a that makes sense. Yeah, there's a, you can skip, and the P-Win block in this Another one doesn't Mario get, 3 reference. Uh-huh. It just skips the level and takes you right to the flagpole, and you just beat the level. So you can just completely skip a level that you can't play. You, you don't have to, like, float over it, like, fakely, oh, like you do game. in Mario Brothers 3? I actually got one P-Wing in this game as a secret item when I was doing one of those mystery boxes. It just gave me a P-Wing. I'm like, what the hell? P-Wings are in this game? And I, <laughs> and I, it, and I, I was all excited to use it. I'm like, oh, do I get to fly? And they're like... You can warp to the flagpole. I'm like, well, I, I need star coins, buddy. Like, sure, I'll, I'll beat a level just because it was a special world, you know, seven or eight. So I didn't really care. But I was like, OK, this is a cool. I'm glad that it exists. I'm right. So I'm glad it exists, too, except if it happens even once. And I think it like happened twice to me because I was just screwing around in a level. The the stars. So, so you get like different stars on your uh, uh-huh. save file. It, it's yep. like. One's like beat world eight, two is beat world S eight, threes get all the flags, three star coins, five's Luigi. Okay. But they they sparkle if you haven't uh, ever got a P wing, and if you get even one, they'll never sparkle. And I wasn't sure, but I looked at mine today, and it's it's just bland white five stars. Yeah, they know what you did. They know <laughs> they what did. you did. I mean, that's that's. I mean, I get that, but that's it's fine. Stupid if you're someone that's going for like the completionist guy, would probably be like, oh no, I can't. I gotta have the sparkle stars. That 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 I is mean, literally what happens in the completionist episode. He starts right. over because of that. Yeah, I believe he's that. crazy though. Yeah, yeah he's crazy. Though. And he, the and thing he's is, open is, about it. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is like literally, like I still have. I could not, as a child, beat Vanilla Castle Three, World Three Castle, and Mario Mario World. Could not beat it to save my life. I actually ended up doing the Star Road and the Butter Bridge just to get around it, like obscenely hard levels compared to the Vanilla Castle because I could not beat it. Um, so as a child, so I at least like that. This is like this is a way to say this yes. one level is hard. You're not locked out of the rest of the game. Yeah, um, yeah, and, and it it's nice to. that they did that in in Galaxy Two, and I think Wii U. They like have someone show you how to do it. Like mm-hmm. they they have like a, a little ghost appear and be like, do this, do this, and then Wii U they'll just do it for you, which is almost condescending. <laughs> so th- th- this is fine. It's just I take it so little personally. They do this thing with the stars. I I have the game developer doc or Gamasutra quote up. Can I can I read what he says about sure. the stars because he sure. talks about it. I guess I would have to say that in my experience, I've seen hardcore gamers who try to play the game so that they never let the assist block appear at all, as if that was their goal. You may have noticed that you have these stars appear next to your save file, and you can get from one to five. If you play so you never make an assist block appear, then you'll have five stars that are sparkling. And I would like to engender this mentality that if you can't do that, you can't call yourself an advanced player. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it is designed specifically to annoy me in the exact way it's annoying me. And I kind of love that, but also... (laughs) Yeah, no, thank you. That's a little too much. Oh, another thing that I want to point out is that you only need 100 star coins to get to the final castle. In this game, 
I think we might have bre- touched on it briefly, but I want to go more on to it. Uh, when you get to what you think is the final castle, you see a cardboard cutout of Peach, and then you have to go do another level and then a castle again. And it's it's fun because it's kind of hard to tell it's a cardboard cutout unless you have the 3D on. And if yeah. you do, it's just like, that doesn't look right. Which is a That's joke funny. they pull a few times and it never gets old. And then you have like the, so I don't know, I, I want to say that the last level... And I briefed on this touch. I touched on this briefly earlier, but I'm going to bring it up again. So, like when I when I beat the game, I beat the game the original way. Did all eight worlds. Fight Bowser. Did that. Rescue Peach. Then I went through all the special worlds, and then I did it again because after you beat the special worlds, you get a letter saying that Peach is still captured. But this time, the Toads are wearing all Tanuki suits. And I think the fight was a little bit different. I think the the flames are purple instead of blue. But I don't know if I'm hallucinating or if that was true <laughs> or if I just didn't remember right. I mean, that sounds. I, I don't remember exactly, but that sounds like something Mario would do. It's like when you get 120 stars in 64, you go to the penguin and it's just huge now. Right. Okay. It's just like, here's a weird little joke slash reward. That's not I really was gonna a reward. Check it on the video. It's in Mario world. Like some people start wearing masks and stuff. Um, yeah. It's the Halloween and the, the Goombas are like wearing Halloween Mario masks. Cause God, I swear it was purple. good. I mean, I know so I'm not good. sure it was purple in the end when I did it, but I, I feel like it blue the first time you do it, which is hotter. Purple's hotter. Right? No, purple's a little less hot, right? Ah, purple. Look, it looked a lot more evil. I can say that. How about oh, that? No, I it might be because purple's to the left on the spectrum of blue. It might be hotter. Color heat. I'm, I'm looking at it. <laughs> okay. Color heat. Maps I swear it was blue the first time and it was purple the <laughs> second time, but. Again, this was over the course of like a week of me not stopping playing this damn game. So I, I think you're probably right. Okay. It was just a cool, it was a cool thing. Like, yeah. cause the game like told me go do it again. I feel, and I, and I do know for a fact that when I beat it the second time, I got pictures I didn't get the first time. Like you get, you get a picture of Peach in a Tanuki suit. And I thought for a second, I'm like, is this game going to let me play as Peach too? I'm like, I'm not going to do it, but that'd be really fucking cool. No. Game yeah. Two. With the little float ended. jump. Yeah. That'd be awesome. I do love okay. at the end of like the core game when you beat um, world eight and you like save the princess and everybody's happy. And then it like, and you're like, Yahoo. And then it cuts to Luigi still in prison. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's a really oh, good oh. cut. That's a really He's... cool. It's like, oh, that's so and you get it really quickly, but it's like, yeah, oh, special world. One, I think you save him, which I thought was right. cool because I I know when I play this on the 3DS, I he never got rescued. He's still in prison. So oh no, or Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> I just was done. God, you, um, this has nothing to do with anything. Sure, but I'm gonna say it anyway. In Galaxy, you rescue Luigi at one point. There's like a Luigi's Mansion themed level, and he he'll, it like starts a side quest thing where he finds a few stars, and it's cute. Once you beat Galaxy, you play it. You can play it again as Luigi. And instead of having you save Mario, you save Luigi. And he just like takes it in stride. He's just like, you know, the galaxy is a big place. It makes sense. There'd be someone who looks exactly like me out there. <laughs> <laughs> and blue flames are the hottest flame. Okay. Hmm. I don't know that. All right. I, so. Maybe it, it, I think it had to be different color. Maybe they were bigger too. I don't know. I don't I, I know. Mean, and I don't, I mean, yes, I could find out in, you know, 10 seconds by Googling. I just don't care enough. So. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's the case. It's just it, if if the flames were purple, they they were less hot. Okay. No, I mean like I think it did change colors. Like I, I think I I, I believe you that all I'm saying is if it's purple, it, it was like a cooler flame. Or okay. you could join the games my mom found Patreon and comment on the on the post and no, that, mean, that works too. Or Discord. Hey, however and, and, you want. Yeah. Pay money to tell Mike how he's wrong. Do that. Please. Hey, I'll take it. You can also <laughs> vote too. There's a Patreon poll. Go vote. Mike's it's never two wrong. polls this month. 
It's a special month. I have two polls. Ooh. Ooh. Two polls. What, what's the better poll? Uh, one's a top ten poll. One's a movie poll. So it just depends on what you're... But yeah, please vote. I mean, yeah. you, you vote for both. You get to affect... I mean, you get to affect what I do for the show. And the more people that vote, the more I know kind of what will win ahead of time so I can start planning ahead <laughs> time. So the better. Spe- speaking of 3D, I'm seeing Jaws for the first time and it's playing in Ooh. 3D. And I was like, I don't know if I want to see this in 3D for the first time. I want to see it in a the theater. But I, a, a like big movie friend of mine was like, no, this looks amazing. Like 3D is That's good cool. now and it really works for this movie. I'm like, all right. But like original Jaws? Yeah. Jaws 3D. <laughs> I know you're talking about, Vincent. <laughs> no. Like, I, don't the, think, I don't think anybody went to the trouble of the, making Jaws 3D good. The, okay. the one from the Ready Player One guy. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> All right, any last thing you guys want to say about Mario before we go on to questions, comments, or memories? I got a few, not a ton, but I got a few. Just I good. just like this game a lot. Like that, I this is a game I replay like every two or three years since it came out, which I guess only means three or four times. It's not that old, but no, I just like it more and more, and it's really quietly become one of my favorite Mario games. And I, mm-hmm. I think people kind of forgot about it, so. If you haven't played it, like, and you just want some good ass Mario, like, go play it. This game's right. awesome. I, I I think we had a question. We had a question in the chat. Like, it's like, do you think this game will ever be re released, or is, yeah, it, is no. it lost to time? I do. I'm trying to think. Like, is like, I I I think it absolutely would work. Like, you don't need the touchscreen elements. You need the 3D elements a bit, but not really. Like, I I I would love to see this back in some capacity, but I don't know how it would happen. I'm just trying to like if it didn't come with 3D World, is it not? I mean, unless they make a Galaxy 2 3D Land pack, I don't know when it would come. So I can definitely see Nintendo not re-releasing this game because Mm -hmm. the 3D is kind of core to some of what it's doing. Mm -hmm. And even if it's not a big deal, like this would be perfectly playable Mm -hmm. without the stereoscopic 3D, as Mike can attest to. Um, Yeah, no, I had no problem. But Nintendo, if something doesn't play perfectly, they won't re-release it. Right, <laughs> Super Mario sixty four DS would say otherwise, but, but well, yeah, that was a, the the GameCube bombed, and that was a, a a dark time for Nintendo. Yeah, if it doesn't play perfectly, I don't think I, I think that is compromising the brand for Nintendo. So I don't know. Maybe maybe we get a VR re release along with the Virtual Boy Classic. Yeah, I think you can play this just fine though without <laughs> it. Like you don't need that. Yeah, but I don't think it's just fine by Nintendo's sometimes unreasonable standards. Okay, that's that's a very fair statement. I mean, I get it. Like, you don't want to hurt the brand. I mean, Nintendo's the one that won't re-release things and won't let anything exist because it could hurt the brand if they don't approve completely. Like, yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of Nintendo. I, I think a lot of their business decisions really rub me the wrong way. Yeah, yeah, but gotta the say that, that Mario were great in this era. I think most of the yeah. Wii U games they made and 3DS games they made from like I would say like 2011 to 2014, 2015, great across the board. Everything Nintendo made themselves great. In you gotta era. say that Mario 35 though was not good enough to be up for more than a few months. Like they almost no. made the right decision there from a game preservation standpoint. I'm just like, <laughs> no, absolutely, this should be up. But you know that game was up for exactly as long as it deserved, and I think it was designed mm-hmm. for that. Right. <laughs> I still got a problem with that. All right. And f- I got a few questions for, or, com- or she didn't say questions. They're not even questions anymore. They're just comments or memories. Uh, first from the I Watch Entire Opalot Super Replay group uh, from Nabil, Nabil Azui. I didn't know what to expect when I bought it in 2017, but I really enjoyed 100%ing it. All right. Awesome. From Kevin Blant. <laughs> one of my favorite Mario games, which I honestly didn't expect going into it. 
The level design is pretty great, and the game controls extremely well. My wife doesn't particularly care for games, but even she loved playing this. So that's something that makes this game, you know, stuff like Mario games great, is that even if you don't really care for games, you can still enjoy a Mario game. Mm-hmm. Right. That's got to be said. Uh, from it's, William Izari. Yes. Sorry, I, I just want to comment on that. I, it's really easy to forget, as someone who's, like, into video games, that not everyone is. And a mm-hmm. lot of the design decisions, especially in the Mario games, aren't aimed at us. And stuff right. like the assist block, the Tadouki Leaf make this accessible for that wider audience. And I, I really value that Mario never loses sight of that. Right. I and, and I think that gets to my point of like, I, I just know going in to write off the first two worlds of a Mario game that I'm not going to find them interesting. That doesn't mean they're bad. They're not for me. It's where it starts getting more interesting. And this game does a great job because the special world is where I want to be playing the Mario games. Like that's where it's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that Nintendo manages to cater to both audiences that way. To know, like, hey, we've really got to onboard people. That's not bad. It's not mediocre. It's not milk toast. It's like a lot of people know that Mario is the gold standard, and we and our new maybe coming in. This is our first Mario game, um, and it it annoys it, it annoys me when it's done with like endless tutorials. And right, and it's cool that they found a way not to do that here. Mm-hmm. Agreed. All right, and from William Izari, a game that is too easy for its own good. You need to slog through a whole game worth of baby's first plat- platform to get to the good stuff. I completely disagree with you, sir. I, I, I get that, but also it's we like... We just had this conversation. I know. <laughs> it's really easy, though. Like, I mean, I didn't say, like, what I did is I would put the kids in bath time. Bath time's 15 to 20 minutes. I could beat a world in 15 to 20 minutes. Like, it's not... And 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 I would say by... I think World 7's where it really, like, turned up. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, it had the, the saw blades level. Where it like was mm-hmm. taking out the blocks and stuff, and that's when the game started being like, yes, absolutely, one hundred percent. I and like easy games. So, and if you don't want baby Mario games, go play Mario Maker because people who make those levels are fucking insane. We're getting um, to Kaizo. Kaizo rules. <laughs> <laughs> I won't play Kaizo, but uh, from Autumn Severe, one of the few Mario games I actually beaten was a pretty fun one, and I got two more from this group from Kenny Stoles. Probably the first Mario game I really loved, as I don't care for the two D series at all and the 3d games have always been a good time but not amazing to me turns out combining the two is my jam i got five shiny stars when it came out and again when i replayed it a couple years ago i also love Ooh. 3d world but never did the shiny stars for it i would have if i didn't have to beat each level like five times with each character i also don't have any friends so i had to do it five times each or do the dummy players trick which i tried to do but it's hard to get it done that way i have no idea what the dummy players trick is i'm curious i don't either i believe it exists Okay. Uh, from Ken Pittman, how well do you think it accomplished to taking the 2D design of platformers and making a 3D world compared to how Crash Bandicoot took 2D design stages and made it 3D? <laughs> I think it does it really well. Um, yeah, I, it, I, I didn't realize until like reading later. Like, I think you said this, Mike. I don't know if you were here. Was like, it's Crash okay. Bandicoot. It's Crash Bandicoot. Crash Bandicootcation of Mario. And I, I then I tried to play Crash Bandicoot after I played this. And I'm like, this is. But I'm also a Nintendo fanboy, and anything that like. It's like Sonic sucks, Crash sucks, Mario rules, everybody else sucks. So I'll, I'll take that as my bias. But I did okay. not like Crash 2 don't, compared to this. Don't compare yeah. Sonic to Crash. They're not the same. Like, those <laughs> early Sonic time. games are so good. I, well, cra- <laughs> Crash is really Crash is really just a 2D platformer put into 3D. Right. And, and they do it in some pretty interesting ways. And it was pretty hard to do on the PS1. But I mean, that's what it's doing. And. Sure, like, you, you could compare this to Crash Bandicoot, but I, I think it's really clearly like, how do we take what Mario was and put it in 3D? Yeah. And I think they absolutely nail it. 
I think they did a great job with it. I think the only problem with the we I think we stated already is like the raccoon suit gets nerfed because you can't fully fly with it. Yeah, but but that's also a problem you get from comparing yeah, Kirby, it to other stuff, you know? Yeah, Kirby has that with the new Kirby 3D game. Like he can't fly really. Oh yeah, he does. It's just kind of irritating. Well, that Kirby, Kirby can't fly? That's Kirby. He can fly. He can you just float, but he can't just like fucking take off the way he can in the 2D games. Oh, okay. I haven't played a Kirby game in a long time. They're really, They're really good. good now. They're they like got, better like, than they've ever been. I just haven't got around. I mean, how many games? Triple Deluxe with the first 3DS game. Like since then with Robobot and Star Allies on Switch and then this new one, Forgotten Kingdom, I think is what's called. Have all been stellar. Yeah. Robobot is my favorite Kirby game. It's yeah. it's so okay. cool. They gave Kirby a mech. I know. I, yeah. I might do it for the show next season, but we'll see if that happens. If, if you liked Odyssey... Odyssey is very similar to Kirby because it's a lot of like transformation powers. Uh, Mario transforms into something that then allows him to do other things like Wario Land or Kirby. If you like those, the new Kirby games, just starting like with 3DS and on, any of them is pretty darn good. Robobot being the one that uh, Daniel likes. I liked uh, Triple Deluxe a lot. I I played Triple Deluxe earlier this year and loved it. Like, Mm -hmm. great game. No issue with that game. All right. And from the only other group that commented... Uh, from Giant Bomb, I have a few comments. Uh, first, from Alan Clark, 3D World's the best Mario this side of Galaxy. 3D Land might be second. That's okay. fair. I think 3D I love, World yeah. is a smidge better. I love um, 3D World when I played it. I'm really excited to replay it for the show. Mm-hmm. I also uh, played 3D World before I played 3D Land, which affected my thinking of it at the time. And it also was like very did. shortly after. Yeah. I, the question of like what my favorite Mario game is, it is impossible now because... There are so many Mario games, I think, do what they're doing perfectly. So right. I just like list four or five games when people ask me what my favorite Mario game is now. And this is one of them. Okay. And from Chris Murray, I think this is one of the few Mario games I finished to a degree. Also, my favorite memory was when I was on the last level while on a plane. The stewardess would not leave me alone. I know I could have paused it, but I didn't want to lose my rhythm. That lady would <laughs> knock you out until I looked her in the eye and said, I did not want to open a credit card and went back to my game. She was not asking if I wanted to open a credit card. from cameron falkenberg i adore that game it's still one of my favorite mario games and last question last comment to read from dave ryzek is this one the mario that gets mad at you for not collecting all the red or dragon coins and gates level progress that's my least favorite thing about some of the newer marios i have no problem collecting stars slash shine slash moons though i mean all mario games kind of do that this one this one's gating is is pretty gentle though like, I think, like, I never got to a world, you know, because usually I think the, like, the castle or, like, one world, one level in each world was, like, you had to have enough gold stars to be able to even unlock this or gold coins or whatever. I never hit that until I got to the special world where I needed, like, I think the final castle. And it was just because I hadn't played the rest of the special world. Unlike 3D world where you can't, it, I had to, like, I think clear out and get all three of the whatevers for every world through, like, world four or five to be able to get enough to get to the special levels. In, in 3D World, I think this one's pretty gentle on its game. You only need 100, which if you also yeah. have the daily boxes, or I'm assuming they might be daily boxes, but you have those boxes that would refill if you have Street right. Pass. If you're playing this back in the early time, you would have had them. So, yeah. Yeah, if you get like one or two per per level, you'd be fine. You never had to like fill out everything. to. No, I didn't. I didn't have to do it till I was going for the 290. Like I throughout right. the game, just getting star coins as I played through a level. I didn't really even replay levels. I had enough to finish the game without issue. It was, yeah, it was pretty not, later on. Not having that 100 means you're definitely ignoring those star coins, which is it's fine. It's a valid way to play the game, but it's mm-hmm. it's a, almost a gentle reminder. It's just like, 
hey, explore these levels a bit more because because there's a lot more like poke around just a kind of gen. I mean, not so gentle encouragement, but yeah. <laughs> it seems it's not. It feels friendly to me. Yeah, because I just played like life. Sonic Generations and it was like I got five levels in. It's like you got to go replay some levels to, to unlock more stuff you missed. And I'm like, after five levels, really? OK, fine. I have never played well, Sonic Generations yet. That's a pretty cool one, too. But on Sonic Generations is, is great. And and those are like those are side levels that have different level designs and different yeah. rules and stuff. So mm-hmm. Generations cool is one. real good. Mm-hmm. Sonic's okay. cool. Playable well, on day. Steam Deck, by the way, Mike. One day. I mean, Steam Deck wouldn't improve how much games I play just because. I have a laptop that I play almost all my games on, but I really yeah. want to keep it there. So when I go to random places, it looks better than, you know, you pull out your Steam Deck versus I pull out my fucking laptop and hook it up. I'm like, all right, I'm going to play some games. Like, what are you doing? Like, I'm playing some when games. When my wife guys, was in grad school, she would, she would go study at a coffee shop and I could play like Assassin's Creed on my gaming laptop, like right next to her. Well, my wife, I'm drinking at her friends and I, I don't drink because I'm the driver. So a lot of times I'll go, I'll sit with them. I'll have my beer, I'll eat. And then when they get to the point where they start getting more and more drunk, I'm like, all right, now it's time to pull the laptop out. It's like, what are you doing? I'm like, you knew what you were <laughs> <laughs> like you're at a bachelorette party and you're the DD just sitting there like playing your yeah. gaming laptop. It's cute. I love it. I'm Hollow Knight. <laughs> I have a friend who during all the all parties in the common room made a point to go down and without talking to anyone play through all of Sonic 2. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that's a power <laughs> I mean it's one I mean when I'm drinking I don't mind but I'm always the driver and I won't they're like just Uber and I'm like that cost me money. <laughs> I, I, I can drink at home for free. I, Can't play Hollow Knight while driving. You can play Hollow Knight while drinking I found out a little bit because I was having a few beers while playing Hollow Knight and yeah it gets it gets really hard as you start taking shots. Woo. Yeah, I, I played Celeste while drinking, and that may have been contributed to why. But I only died like 50 times on the first world while drinking. That's no, my, my cousin, my cousin who loved Celeste, died like 200 times on the first world. Like, how are you doing? Like, because I can't. But this did remind me, this playing through, like, reminded me how much I love the 3DS, like, aesthetic and the, the clamshell so you can close it with a size. So nice. It's stro- <laughs> I mean, I still wear cargo shorts, but man, it's just, it's so, <laughs> such a nice. Such a nice system to just throw in your pocket and go. The switch just doesn't feel handheld enough to me. Like I can't put it in my pocket. I can't like have it next to my phone and just pull it out. Right. I love it. I love the 3DS. It's such a good, perfect system. I would love for some, just a clamshell for Nintendo's next system to come back would, would make me happy. But another friend who could only get through the first level of radiant silver gun without continuing when she was drinking. (laughs) Just in the zone. Yep. Which kind of makes sense to me. There's like a level of drunkenness where I play uh, shooting games better. My golf, my golf game is great at like a beer and a half, and then terrible by two beers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Find your level. <laughs> it's a sweet spot where <laughs> I don't. I, I don't I, the anxiety That's is gone, but also the hey, skill it is can still there. it can improve with some stuff. With like, I mean, alcohol can. I mean, I. Okay, I, I don't rant, but that, that's fine. That's what we listen to the show for. <laughs> uh, when I played Donkey uh, uh, Kong Country Two for the for for the show a few months ago, so I was I, I got to try weed for the well, not weed. I had edibles for the first time. I was in Vegas, so it was legal. Uh, yeah, but I wasn't smoking. I was just eating it. And my friend had bought some, and it was it was legal. We're in Vegas. I'm like, I have never tried it before because I always try to follow the law for for some things, <laughs> for other things not so much. But so I'm like, okay, and I and I and I was just my wife went to a Magic Mike show, so I'm like, I'm gonna stay home. You enjoy yourself. I'm going to, you know, sit here and play Donkey Kong at the hotel. So I'm at the hotel playing Donkey Kong Country 2 after I just had some edibles and I got my snacks. I had to go walk to the local CVS to get snacks. And <laughs> it was a hell of an experience. Like, I was I was only playing World 1 or 2, but it was like I wasn't really enjoying myself. The music was great. I was like, okay, this is 
it took because I I suffer anxiety. I but like it took away all that, and I just was like, this is amazing yeah. game nice. playing. Like I mean that, so I completely get it. Alcohol doesn't do it for me. I get, but mar- marijuana did it for me. It made me just hyper focused sometimes for me. It's, it's legal here now, but I'm just I'm, I'm like the only reason I did it because it was free too. My friend bought it, and she's like, I can't take these on the plane. I'm like, well, I will take care of that for you. <laughs> So I have pulled up my Celeste save file. I have 71 hours in it and a total of nice. 15,056 deaths. Nice. Boy. At least it's not a Metrovania that's that? trying to be <laughs> Super Meat Boy at the same time. So, you know, yeah, you Hollow Knight. Talking about you, Hollow Knight. I bet Hollow Knight's real good. It is real good. There's just one part that you don't have to do to beat the game, but in order to get the secret final boss, it thinks it's Super Meat Boy. It felt like to me. Boy. And I, so and I had a really hard time with it, but that's it. I mean, no, the game is excellent. High, highly recommend playing. It's just one part that was a little tough or not a little tough, very tough where you had to like jump on saw, jump around saw blades and stuff. And I couldn't do, I just couldn't do it. That's all. All right. I think we should go to shelf stacker box for Mario 3d land. Um, I'll go first. I came into this game with low expectations. I talked shit about this game on the show. I'm sure before this episode, I only put this on because Vincent, was like, I love this game. And I'm like, okay, you know, I, I need some picks that aren't just my picks. So I'll do a game that I'm unsure about. And I went into this and had an amazing time. I couldn't put it down. Even when I said, okay, I'm done. I said, I'm done multiple times in this playthrough. And I beat the game completely, all 16 worlds of save states. And there's a part of me that wants, I'm not going to go for it because I don't have time. But that crown, like, hmm, I could go for that crown. But not happening. I do not have time. But it was great. I'm putting it on the shelf. I'm so glad I finally got to play it. I am so glad Vincent convinced me by bringing, by t- saying how much he loved it for me to put it on the show. And thank you. Of course, on the shelf. Oh. What about oh. you? Uh, I'm. It's going on the shelf. It's great. It's a. It's a great game. Uh, Mario 3D World. A little bit better, but man, this is just a perfect. It's a. It, it's perfectly exactly what I want out of Mario. It's an easy breezy game. Then it gets challenging and like really does like really cool innovative stuff with the Mario formula. I really like it. Okay. And you, Dan. Yeah, this is the definition of of a shelf game for me. This is a game I play regularly. I've I've played it before. I'll I'll replay it again. Love it every time. This is this is always on my shelf. Okay. Well, I'm glad. I'm I'm really glad that we did this for the show. I mean, like, I just it's just that's what I love about doing this podcast. It gets me to play games that either maybe I just you know haven't played in a long time, had a bad experience with, and I replay it. But it it makes me go through stuff that I would never expect, and that's what. I love about the show. I love about playing games that I had no anticipation for. <laughs> All right. And I should bring up what we're talking about next week. Next week, I'm covering Doom 3 to start Spooktober. Ooh. Yay. <laughs> I hate I. It was funny. Okay, so I'll, I'll say this on here. I'll say it next week, too. But when I started Doom 3 and the first part of the horror game, I'm like, fucking hate Spooktober. Why do I do this to myself as I continue <laughs> to play Doom 3? So I'm like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> You know, that's how Resident Evil was developed. They they gave Shinji Mikami the project because he was really, really scared by horror stuff. So they're like, <laughs> you should direct the horror game. And of course, he made like the most successful, greatest horror game ever made and then did it like two more times. Yeah, I, I just don't like it. But because of it's it's one of those things that we started with the show because a, a bunch of the uh, two of the original founders are big in the horror games. So like that was like, OK, we should you know, we should definitely do something for horror. And then they left, and then I'm like, I still hate horror, but I just, it's Spooktober. So, I mean, I do about six, I do about six horror games a year. That's the only horror games I play all year. What's the best and worst that you played? One of the worst games, a number of Overture. 
the game is garbage. Okay. <laughs> and it's a good game. It's just I hated it. It, it scared the hell From out of me. The amnesia uh, people, right? Yeah, it, it's not. It's a good game. I shouldn't call it a garbage game. It's just very. It's very old style too, in a way. Because it's and it's. I'm not used to PC gaming like that. But it, it's and it's freaky as hell. Best. I can't even think of like some of the games that I know. The game that scared me the most is Resident Evil Remake Two. Okay. I've never been more yeah. terrified of a game. That probably my favorite. Yeah, that, that one I definitely played like last year, and I was like, "Oh, this is fine. I know what Resident Evil is." And I'm like, "I'm, I'm a big boy. I like horror films now." Uh, <laughs> I was like, hmm. "This is just unsettling to me." And why well, I played it constant yeah. tension. I played it in a basement. I played it at night a lot. We had just bought our house, so our house yeah. is mostly empty. There's not a lot of furniture. I'm, I have I've been yeah, living in apartments. For yep. Mm-hmm. For God, I can't like I've been living in apartments in other houses since I was 18. I was like 30, so I, this is my first time living alone. My wife is, was working nights a lot of times when I was playing this, and I'm just like, this game is terrifying <laughs> when you're sitting alone in a house in the basement. You have the lights off because you can't see shit if the lights are on because of the glare because you didn't set up your house right, your TV right. <laughs> and it just was terrifying. I beat it with infinite ammo on a handgun or machine gun, yeah. but yeah. That you, I lost $5. Uh, you played the original two recently, right? Yes, the that's, recover episode, which you will hear soon on the show. Yes, that's that's my favorite horror game. That's it. I really like to. Oh, so, right. And Vincent, where can people find you at? You can find me on the Some of My Friends Read Comics podcast. We read a uh, monumental comic every other week. We're uh, closely closing in on episode 200 in the next few months. Nice. But we are we just read, you know, it's like a, it's a comic book book club. We read, you know, a classic comic. We recently read. We're also in our spooky times because we, well, we moved it up because we love horror comics now. Um, <laughs> we read uh, Saga of the Swamp Thing, volume three by Alan Moore with the introduction of John Constantine. So if you like the Sandman TV show or the Sandman comics, it feels a lot like Sandman. Uh, Neil Gaiman <laughs> was clearly cribbing from Swamp Thing. Um, check it out. It's really good. We're, uh, we'll be right after this episode comes out. We'll be doing She-Hulk time trials where She-Hulk works with the TVA from the Loki TV show in a comic book by Diane Slott. So that should be fun. Oh, I didn't. OK, that sounds interesting. I never read any She-Hulk. I haven't watched the show yet either. But I haven't. We have. We, we we're still got one more episode left to Miss Marvel before we can get into She-Hulk. And then uh, I'm excited. But yeah. But yeah, Owen what, Wilson's character is in this She-Hulk comic, Time Trials. So what are your feelings on Dan Slott? I love his Spider-Man run. Um, I haven't really yeah, read much too. of his stuff other than Spider-Man. The second his Spider-Man run ended and Nick Spencer took over, I read like half of Nick Spencer's first issue. And I was like, I've been reading Spider-Man for 10 years every issue. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'll just quit. So, but yeah, I just I just stopped there. It felt like a good place to end. I thought Slott's Spider-Man run's great. He sometimes can get be think he's a little too clever for himself, uh, especially in the mid two thousands. But he's all right. <laughs> I, like I never finished this thing. Run either. I don't read comic runs. I just read story arcs for this podcast mm-hmm. once in a while. I can't. Those are those story arcs and runs tend to match up, right? Yeah, right. I mean that's just I just I can I can never like stick. Well, now with the show, anything I do, I'm like I should record. So that, that's an issue. Yeah. that's a personal issue. <laughs> That's a me issue that no one else thankfully yeah. suffers. I, t- I tend to follow writers more than I follow characters. Okay. Like I'm, as you'll, as you'll hear in Spooktober, I'm hopeful you should, I'm doing uh Sandman dream country now because of the show made me like, I should really f- read more Sandman once in a while. Yeah. That TV show was good. Did, yeah. I haven't finished it, but yes. Yeah, I, so I, I, I want to really read good. Sandman. I've been meaning to for a while. You should. It's really yeah. good. You can also catch up by listening to several episodes of uh, Games My Mom Found. Um, we did the first two arcs. Yeah, Pre-Moon Chris Dobson Nocturne. was on the second one. Um, yeah, he's on Dollhouse, yes. He's on my show, some of my friends. Read a long, 
Well, that was a year ago. Okay, it wasn't. Yeah, it took us two years. We did the first arc, then we didn't do anything for the second year. Then the third year, I did that. Now, now I'm doing the other one. So I'm gonna try to keep up with it because I I need to finish that damn run. So, mm-hmm. all right, I think that's enough of us just ranting and raving. <laughs> this yeah. So if you I, enjoyed this episode, could I? Uh, we have. Could I do a sign? Oh, off? sorry. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, no, please, please plug. Yeah. Um. And I'm Dan Melman, and you can find me on Twitter at Snacko Zero. All right, and as I almost forgot to say, if you want to hear more Mario episodes, we've done a few, and I'm going to plug them right now as soon as I remember to Google things or look up stuff. We did Super Mario 64, episode 187. Super Mario Sunshine, episode 177. That's cool. It wasn't even planned. Uh, Super Mario Brothers 2, with special guest CJ from Player One Podcast, episode 149. Super Mario RPG, episode 125. Super Mario World, episode 84. Super Mario Land 1 and 2, episode 78. Uh, Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island, episode 35. So we have not done a lot of Marios on the show, so but we're trying. And if you enjoyed this, we have a Patreon. You can vote in our Patreon poll. We have two right now, top 10 horror movies, or not 10, top 10 uh, horror polls with four different ideas you can vote for. Surprise, go find out what they are. And then we also have a top 10, or not top 10. We also, you can vote for a horror movie. I have Midsummer is on there. I don't even remember what else is on there. And I'm, yeah, but there's some cool movies. Go vote. You can affect the show. And they're all horror movies. I hate horror movies, so. You know, see what you guys pick for me to watch. A Cabin in the Woods is currently what's winning right now. And that's a horror movie I pick because that movie's funny as hell. So I I, because I if I'm gonna I'm gonna watch horror movies, gotta be a certain kind of horror movie. So that's on there. And wanna give a shout out to my awesome intro outro courtesy of Helena at Hell Hasbury. You can follow her on TikTok. She makes music. And wanna give a shout out to my awesome buddy Bill Tucker, who did the MCU roundup with me, started his own podcast, A Gamer Looks at 40. So please go follow him. Go check out his podcast. He interviews how games affect people's lives. Really great show. Very well done. Definitely check him out. And please follow like Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. And we have a Discord if you want to talk with us. And we love to have more people join the Discord. We, we have a Discord. You'll see a link in the show notes. Go join that. And I think that's everything I need to say. So we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.